When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download that app and use promo code CHGO <laughs> when you sign up. <laughs> What's up, Joey? Yeah, exactly. I'm looking at the first comment. Like he's <laughs> one came out of the gate, Ricky Henderson, baby. Wow. <laughs> I feel like we should shut this down because it it's already this. out of hand. And bring it back. It restarted again. Oh, goodness, Bulls Nation. Oh, Hello. I am back. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. This is my guy, Big Dave. He is at BOW, BNWL Sports. Our pal and producer, Joey, over there. Follow him, too. He's at Joey Spathis. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Hopefully, we'll hear from our guy, Willie Go Gottlieb, who is at the UC reporting from tonight's Give me game. Up, Joey. <laughs> the Bulls lose. Uh, 126-103 is the final to the Nuggets of Denver. I would call that not just a loss. QB1? I would call that a really, really ugly, ugly loss. It was ugly. It was unattractive. I hated it. Didn't like it. We kind of knew it was coming, but still when it happens to you, it doesn't feel good. It's not, it's not something you want to look at, but I don't want to start the show like this. You don't? I don't. How Joey, would you like to start the show? I want to start it with, with Bull Don't Lie, his comment. Nobody should we say nobody should be forced to relive and talk about the horrors that was the Bulls' performance tonight. Instead, drink some beer, watch some Justin Fields highlights, and prep for the next one. What about a little liquid death? Liquid death. Of a beer? That, that will count. I'll grab mine. We'll prepare for the next one. Joey, could you play us some Justin Fields highlights, please? Please. We would enjoy to watch something like that. Because please. Bull Don't Lie would love to see some Justin Fields highlights because he feels people would need to see this, and I completely agree. Here's one for you. This, that's mm. all I wanted oh. to do today was watch Justin Fields. Oh, look at that. Dude. Oh, bring it in. That man, oh! that man breaks tackles like nobody's business. Oh! And that, that – First touchdown you, rush Joey. where he just trucked through those two guys right at the goal line. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, we're going another one? Okay, what are we doing? We're going another one. Okay, here we go. Ooh. Mm, the 50-yard bomb Spadale. to Mr. Komet. Komet. God. Give him the swing, Cole. Ugh. Yeah, we'll we, save uh, that little one for later. Thank you, Joey. I feel so much better. Couldn't get a Bears dub or a Bulls dub today. It's yeah. a rough Sunday, you guys. Yeah, it was a tough one, man. Uh, but the thing that brought us the most joy, unquestionably, was Justin Fields. Without a doubt. Without any doubt in the world, it was I Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields would have helped the Bulls lose by less than 23 tonight. That would have been fun. If he put on a pair of sneakers. I think so. I mean, run that 4-4-40. You know, the vision that he has. Cause, you know what I'm saying? Soldier Field and United Center, not that far apart. Not that far. He could have gotten there well before tip-off. Tim Sinclair would have brought him. Exactly. And dropped him off Tim right Tim Sinclair there. did both games. Yes, he did. Justin could have done both games. Could have did two things, man. Good Lord. It's all right. But... We had to sit and watch the Bulls do that. 126-103, as Matt said, was the final score. 
not much to break down as far as the Bulls are concerned. Uh, they came out from the gate flat. Like, flat, flat, flat from the flat. beginning. You're going against a team that was that is the best three-point shooting team in the league, and I mean wide open looks is what they got. Wide open spaces is what they got. Some wide open looks, man. And Michael Porter Jr. was the main one of making the Bulls pay with his 31 points on 16 shots. Six My of nine goodness. shooting from the three-point line. My it was goodness. 11 of 16. Of course, he had all his free throws. I mean, just wide open shot. They really were just for real wide open shots that he had. Hey, Ryan, how you doing, friend? It was like that for him tonight, man. And the Bulls had nothing for him, man. Gross. Rude. I like how Ryan just showed up to gloat in our comments. How's he doing? What's he I, gloating I don't about? care if how's Ryan's doing. I'm sure he's fine. How's, hey, Ryan, got it's a, good to see you, man. Got a W. Hi, RK. Hey, buddy. Um, no, that's, that, yeah, that's, that's uh, Ryan. Uh, what's that? How you pronounce this, Joey? Konigsberg. Konigsberg. Thank you very much. Um, I, I, look, think, I, I think. I think. We're rolling with it. <laughs> the, the, the frustrating part for Bulls fans tonight has to be the fact that this is how they came out after having their biggest like stretch of rest days yeah. since the season began. Correct. You just came off of having three nights off. Yeah. Haven't played since Wednesday. Yeah. And you play like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's unacceptable. And people in sports, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, the Bears are a football team coming off their bye week or it's the NBA and you're like, hey, we just came coming off of three nights off. People always talk about the whole rest versus rust thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've never believed that rust is a thing that should be an excuse. You got rest. The Bulls had a gauntlet through the yeah. first two and a half weeks of their NBA schedule. You finally get three days rest, and you come out looking flat as hell like that. There's no excuse for that. And I've seen some people in the comments already saying, is it the coach? Is it Billy Donovan who you point to to say, you just had three days off? Is it the coach's fault that your team does not come out better prepared than that after having that stretch of days off? Or is it the players? I mean... I, I, I've, I've never really known who to blame more because we're not in the locker room. We don't know right. what's going on leading up to tip-off. Right. All I know is that whether it's the coach's fault or the player's fault, you can't do that after having three days off. That, what he said. Uh, that one I'm not going to put on Billy. And, you know, I've been critical of him uh, this year just as far as, you know, rotations and things. But I'm not going to put that on Billy. Like, like you said, three days off, Matt. Had some rest. You come out, and guys, you just want to see some effort. I thought DeMar was putting in effort defensively uh, in the first quarter. That's how he drew those two fouls really early uh, going against uh, uh, Cart. What's his name? What's the guy's name? Number 50. I'm looking at dunk contest, man. Oh, Aaron Gordon? Gordon, thank you. Aaron Gordon. Um, he, he was putting in effort going against him uh, on both ends, actually, because, you know, Gordon is big. <laughs> He's going to be tough to defend, but at the other end, uh, DeMar can get a better shot, you know what I'm saying, against him. So he was trying to utilize that on both ends of the floor. And, of course, he's not a great defender, but I'm just saying about the effort. That's all I'm talking about. I mean, outside of him, man, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the effort just wasn't there for the Bulls. The Nuggets got whatever they wanted. It started with uh, the MVP, the reigning MVP. Yeah. With Jokic, uh, getting those guys in position to get whatever they wanted. Man, he was – 
Look, he only he didn't even score ten points. No, I, I wish I, their I only look that starter up. not in double figures. By the right. way, <laughs> I should look that up because I'd like to know the last time he hasn't been in double figures. Maybe it's sooner than I think, but it just feels like that's been a while. Yeah. Um. But fourteen assists, the passes that this dude was throwing. My God, I just you just marvel at. I marvel more at the passes than I did the shooting, because I mean they were precise right there. And I love what Stacy said in his analysis of Jokic. She's like, Jokic is like, if this ain't going right, as soon as he recognizes a mismatch, mismatch, and he's got a little guy on him, he's like, yeah, I'm going down in the hole, and I'm a beast, and I'm going to eat. And that's exactly what he did. As soon as he recognized he had a guard on him, nope, ball, reset, give me the ball. I'm bigger than him. Let's, yeah. let's take it inside. But the passes he was throwing inside to the other guys who were getting mismatches or, you know what I'm saying, the great rub screens that they were running as well, it was, it was just a work of art, honestly. And they carved him up real nasty. And – yeah, the Bulls had to take that one, man. But a lot of that, I wanted to see more effort. I did. Uh, but some of that, you're just like, dude, that's just a better basketball team. Right. I think there is some of that. Uh, and our guy, Mark K., who's hanging out in the comments. What's up, Mark? Said hey, that, Mark. You know, he's jealous of our, our DNVR uh, friends who get to watch not only Jokic, but this starting lineup, which, in Mark's opinion, is a legitimate championship contender hmm. level of good and I don't disagree with that when you and me and Will sat here a few weeks back and did our prediction of how the east and west seedings were going to pan out mm -hmm. I had Denver one in yeah, the west I remember they got off to a bit of a rocky start but this win tonight now puts them at nine and four yeah and they are climbing up those western conference standings being comfortable with a healthy and out there doing his thing Jokic Jamal Murray coming back a healthy Michael Porter Jr. Mm -hmm. plus Gordon um, you know, plus KCP, who's a nice addition to that team. Nice. Bones Highland was out tonight, but he is a legit player for that. Like, this is a very, very good Nuggets team. Yeah. And I think I, I don't I don't know any Bulls fans out there who have logic in addition to their pro Bulls fan bias who would debate the fact that that Nuggets team is a better team than the Bulls are. And let's but that doesn't mean it's an excuse to play the way you played tonight and lose by twenty three. And let's not forget their favorite player, Christian Braun. <laughs> Christian Braun. Oh, he's got a little dirt in him, man. Christian Braun's got some dirt under his nails. Michael to check him, dog. That dude, he's going to do something. That, That's all I'm saying. He's going to do something. He's got something, Matt. Uh, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like he's, he's just waiting to trip somebody. He is. It's, it's, it's something that I'm – He's going to do something. I'm just saying, he's going to do something, man. It's going to happen. But I like the fire and intensity he plays with. And he can shoot the basketball, at least. And he does. And he's very deadpan in his face. But, yeah, I'm sure they're going to love him in Denver. I promise you. And Bones Highland isn't even out there yet because he was injured. Uh, Ish Smith didn't play. Your boy. He was, my guy, the legend. <laughs> the legend himself, Ish Smith, uh, didn't play because he was out there hurt. But, yeah, man, the Bulls just got simply worked from the first quarter on. Um when they cut the lead to 11, it was like Denver was like, okay, now we got to play again. And, I mean, the lead ballooned it right back up to 20. Yeah. Like that. You know what I mean? Like that. It was on the back of basically Michael Porter Jr., who hit those two huge back-to-back -back threes. Basically sealed the game in the third quarter. Like, we were like, this game's over. I had a friend of mine who I always talked about the Bulls game with during the Bulls game. Uh, shout out my man, according to Sources, man. Great podcast. Um. He was, you know, basketball takes, he's bringing stuff down for me. After, I like, the second quarter, he was like, man, I turned that shit off. <laughs> he's like, I'm man. not watching this tonight. I'm not doing this tonight. I cut that shit off. 
He did not want any part of that tonight, man. And I can't blame him. It was a tough thing to watch. Uh, watch the Bulls just get yeah. worked like that. Uh, work. Ricky in the comments said, we played as if a bunch of guys just met up in a pickup gym with zero chemistry. Ooh. Honestly, it may have been worse than that. Ooh. Sometimes when you're just going to play pickup at the park, at a gym, whatever, and you get thrown into a random mishmash of players who you don't know, mishmash. everybody, maybe the chemistry is an issue, but at least you're all trying hard because yeah. everybody's trying to prove that they're worthy of out there playing pickup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonight, the Bulls didn't look interested in yeah. playing. Yeah, they did. You're right. Which, that that to me is the biggest problem of tonight. And I know people in the comments talking about this offense that seems kind of broken. The Bulls' half-court offense did not look good tonight. No, it didn't. There were several possessions down the floor where you and or I were running, like, guys, yelling, what are you running? They made me Not running something. plays, killing clock, taking yeah. bad shots, late and, sh late and shot clocks. Yeah. It made me throw things, and <laughs> obviously, we've 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 seen we've seen this this Bulls half court offense face face some issues already this season. Yes, but again, and and it it sounds like a meathead take tonight. I don't think it is. They looked disinterested in playing basketball tonight. Mm. You're on your home floor after a nice stretch of days off. Mm. It, other than a couple of strong takes from Zach and Demar. Well, what, what 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 were they doing out there tonight? And also, Io Io had a bunch Io of strong did. takes uh, did. tonight. He was like, "Nope, I'm going. Fine, nobody else wants to go. I'm going." <laughs> he went to the bucket, and he was trying. You know what I'm saying? To galvanize his team in that sort of way. Um, but it, you know, you needed more than that. You know what I'm saying? They just needed more, Io needed more help than that, and they just and, didn't have it tonight, man. They weren't they weren't in. And it. look, the Nuggets are a smart team. They're a well coached team, Correct. and I think they know what. Many of the opponents that have already faced these Bulls know, which is, look, unless you deal with DeMar and or Zach, excelling and beating double teams, make someone else beat you. Yeah. And they know that this Bulls team struggles behind the three-point line. Yeah. Beating a dead horse, we know. Yeah. But you mentioned the, you know, the skill that the Nuggets have behind the three-point line, one of the most uh, elite teams in the league at that. Very true. Tonight, very on brand. They don't jack a bunch, but they're efficient. 13 of 27, Woo. nearly 50% by the three-point line for the Nuggets. Meanwhile, a very similar pair of numbers for the Bulls. Six of 22. Oof. Tough. How the hell are you supposed to win NBA games hitting six threes? Six! Six of things. That's tough. And Zach, you know, he definitely had a tough because he was one of six. One for six. From from the three-point line. He was he definitely had had himself a tough game uh out there for them, man. Yeah, it wasn't there. Uh we saw DeRozan take a three, and immediately you and I were like, no, <laughs> don't do that. And it did not end well. Yeah, the three-point shooting was the big for me, the issue I talked about the most at, when we were talking about the what the Bulls addressed in the offseason. And it wasn't the interior defense. You know what I mean? I was like you can find ways to get around that because you got a rebounder. You know, getting a rebound is a defensive stop. So that that wasn't my concern. My concern, you can't fake shooting. You know what I mean? You got to have shooters in here some kind of way, man. And I, guys, also, you're looking at life without Kobe right now. You know what I mean? I, you like it? It's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you're going to need shooters, man. You know, you got to have that. You can't just be all get rid of Kobe, you know, without without – something else there you know what I mean like not having Kobe White out there just and not even just not even saying like he's was killing them as far as like 40 percent shooting I'm just saying as far as the threat 
You know what I mean? Like somebody you have to actually say, oh, we got to run out on him. We got a game plan for this guy. That's not on the floor for you right now. And you're seeing what's happening. That's, that's a serious struggle for this team right now, man. They got to find that shooting somewhere, Matt. They have to find that three-point shooting because you cannot compete in today's NBA without it. Joe Harris? Hey, did Joe I, Harris. Did I hear someone say Joe Harris? Come through, bro. Um, okay. I, I know the love that you have for Kobe. I do have And love. I'm not saying I don't have love for Kobe also. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But tonight, to me, that's not just about not having Kobe White, your occasional hot and occasional cold. No, it's many threat. things, but it's one of them. But it's, it's many it's, things. It's one of them. Come on with it. But to, tonight, to me, was a, a flaw exposure of so much more than don't have Kobe out there, don't have Lonzo, team lacks three-point shooting. Mm-hmm. That is a flaw of this roster, and it's perhaps the most glaring one. Mm-hmm. And coupled with that, we know that this team has a very small margin for error. Yes. They need to play damn near perfectly with the pieces they have, Correct. especially against elite competition like Denver, Correct. to give themselves a chance to win every night. Mm-hmm. And it's the compounding issue of roster flaw and then playing like you don't give a shit yeah. that gets me upset. Because there's not a whole lot as a fan you can do about that other than to observe what the problem is and be pissed off that you're watching that junk. I'm watching a flawed roster get beaten mm-hmm. mercilessly by a much, much better team who much more effectively execute their game plan yes. and do so looking like they care about a win versus a loss. Mm, I agree. All, all of that has me pretty pissed off tonight. Yeah, and again, the things that will always piss you off is effort. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That will always get to you is the lack of effort. And from the first quarter, that's what it looked like. And that's that's what it touched on. It's like, where's the effort? You know, where's the energy? You know what I'm saying? Where's the guy who's out there putting it in? You saw Dragic, I guess, try to do it, you know, getting a technical foul, you know, and stuff like that. You saw it try to happen. Caruso tried, you know what I'm saying, to do it, but it wasn't sustainable for some reason for this team. They they just did not have that energy. And we thought going into this break, that's why we were like, yeah, go rest. You know what I mean? Get some breaks because the Bulls had played – the third hardest schedule in the NBA, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Chicago Bulls. Matter of fact, the, out of all Eastern Conference teams, Bulls have the toughest schedule. Out of all the Eastern Conference teams, them. It's the Chicago Bulls, the toughest schedule in the Eastern Conference and the third toughest in, in the entire NBA. So, yeah, they need some – and doing it not only tough-wise, the teams they're playing back-to-back, you know what I'm saying, like coming just nonstop, you know what I mean, not getting those two days off or anything like that, you know what I mean? They weren't getting yeah. those things. So we got all that. So when we got to that rest, we were like, you needed it, you deserved it, all right, let's regroup. We're coming out today, you're at home, you got some rest, got some home cooking. What do you got? And turd on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> but they took a took a dump right in the middle of the floor. Uh, Eco Bean saying the Nuggets aren't all that. All the Bulls need to do is stretch the floor by hitting threes and pick up the pace. Well, there you go right there, Eco Bean. We just talked about that, bro. A, the Nuggets are very much all that. That is a damn good team. That's a very good team. B, yeah, we just talked about how this team can't space the floor. Or hit the threes. <laughs> Like, those are the things they need to do. And they're like, we can't do it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, my God. And, and so I saw somebody says Kobe's not a good shooter. But, again, you didn't hear what I said. I said the threat of Kobe White being out there is what will help space your floor because you have to account for him regardless. Teams have to account for him. They're not going to account for Javante Green back there. They're not going to account for Alex Russo back there. 
But they have to say, oh, shit, Kobe White's back there. We've seen him go all from three. Somebody's got to run out there on him. That's all I'm talking about. You don't have the threat anymore. It's like having it's like having a gun with no bullets and not having one, period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't hurt anybody with a gun with no bullets. You can't fi- shoot it and fire it. But if you got it, it's a threat. You know what I'm saying? It's still a threat. They'll have to find out that it has no bullets. If you don't have the gun... They like, well, you don't have shit. I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. So that's what it's like, guys. You have to have some kind of weapon, you know what I'm saying, to protect yourself. And the bull's weapon is not there yet. And again, Matt is correct. Like we stated, it's not the only reason, you know what I'm saying, that they lost. There are many reasons they lost this game. This is just one of them I'm talking about. Uh, all right. We got to take a quick break here. Uh, plenty more coming up. More of your comments and anger meter. Oh, um, want to talk about some ideas in the comments about maybe the Bulls changing how they run this offense and who they run it through. Hey, Joe Harris. So we will come back to those comments in just a second. While we're taking a quick ad break, do us a favor and hit that thumbs up button on your screen. You know where it is. You know what it looks like. It looks like a thumb. Hey, it does One look these like things. that. Um, Big Dave. Yes, sir. Today's episode brought to our fellow Bulls fans by Com and Facility Assessments. Ooh. Oh, the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. The Com Ed <laughs> Energy Efficiency Program, y'all, is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. I like saying processes, not processes. It sounds more fancy. You know, I go with the pro. Uh, I go with pro CCs. Pro C- <laughs> Yo, why do I talk to him? <laughs> and, and, uh, I don't know. And, an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. Listen up, Joey. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Won't take no time out of your day, Joey. Y'all know you're a busy man, but now you know you have a place, man. You got to get this right. You got to get this correct, sir. Good to know. And within Good to three know. to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on when immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project cost, potential incentives, and a simple payback. Oh, so don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy-saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessments, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. That's comed.com slash poweringbiz. Or you can call them at 1-855-433-2700 during normal business hours to speak with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative. Or you can hit them up on the email, mm. businessee at comed.com. That's business, two E's, capitalized, at comed.com. Or you can request an assessment online on that awesome website. That is comed.com slash facility assessment. I choose business <laughs> ethics. Business. <laughs> Today's episode also brought to y'all out there at Bulls Nation by DraftKings. DraftKings. NBA fans, the wait's over. We are fully in to a fresh NBA season. So tip it off with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA and our official sports betting partner at CHGO. New customers can make any $5 money line bet on an NBA game and get $200 in free Bets. Bet five 
win 200. I like it. And check this out. In addition to those $5 Moneyline bets, uh, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with the DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Yeah. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. That's where he goes. That's where Joey goes. That's where Joey goes. That's where our guys Cody and Sean from CSGO Bets go. They, they there all the time. That's where all the cool people go. That's where they at. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now using promo code CHGO. And once again, that is a $5 money line bet on an NBA game, and you will get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only with promo code CHGO. CHGO! Whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, as we just wrapped up our uh, DraftKings uh, ad read, we should. We, we could have given it to Zach or DeMar, who, you know, kind of maybe played basketball tonight. Yeah. We decided to give it to the man who made his presence felt in his, uh, what was it, second or third game back now for Drummond? Second After game. the shoulder? Second game. 13 and 11 mm-hmm. off the bench for your backup center. I will take that every damn night. You look comfortable. Yeah. You look like he's like, more he, like himself. Yes, absolutely. He still had, I think he still had another kink or two to get out, but he looked comfortable, though, like... Yeah, rebounds immediately as soon as he walked in the game. Uh, the the pick and rolls that he was running with uh, Dragic were back on point. You know, those things were good. The tip-ins he was getting were good. And, yeah, he didn't look confused or lost out there. And he did a good job. Now, for some reason, I didn't notice that he had moves on the baseline. I've noticed that for the past few games. When mm-hmm. he gets the ball on the baseline, he actually has some moves over there on that side of the ball. I, I didn't realize that uh, before. But, yeah, 13-11 and 11 on 5 of 8 shooting. Nothing to sneeze at right there. Good job coming off the bench for uh, Drummond. Uh, Jep Rocks said, blow it all up, build around Drummond. <laughs> hey, man, we're, we're not the 2014 Pistons, all right? Yeah, let's, come on. Uh, come on, guys. Let's pump the brakes. Which wasn't good either. <laughs> no, also, also <laughs> which, not great. Which was not a good thing. No, no. Um, well, there it is, though. Much appreciation to your DraftKings king of the game, Andre Drummond, who yes. actually was one of uh, two players who looked like they gave a damn out there tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before we try and turn this around with some positive talk about what we can, what this team can do better, should we take care of the anger meter? Because I know, oh, you know, Joey's Joey been working. Has some new bells and whistles. Oh man, his that whole he wants weekend. to show off his whole weekend. <laughs> okay, I that's hope he didn't not, spend his no, whole weekend. No, working I spent, on that's when I walked over for the Peck anger meter. Yes. <laughs> when I walked over here during halftime, that's what I was doing. Yeah, that's that's. When <laughs> I that have faith in the fact that Joey has more of a life than that. Nah. That when we all get our precious time away from this place that we love, he's not spending it working on graphics. I like the idea of him constantly working on the show (laughs) and getting it better and making it better. I'm always thinking about the show. That's what I'm talking about. Always thinking about it. That's what I'm saying. He's always working on it. I like that. People, from what I believe, like the anger meter. So here we go. Anger meter. Introduction. anger meter. Ooh. All right. Let's see what's at today. What's it at? Scale of one to ten. Uh, uh, one to a hundred. Seventy-four. Yeah. Look, one I'm, to a hundred. One to a hundred. I'm uh, I'm I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm pissed. Like when when we took that L to the Pelicans on Wednesday, I sat here and said, "Hey, y'all, calm down. That was a quality team. The Bulls played well. Just didn't make enough plays down the stretch to get the W." Uh oh. Tonight, you did, not only did you not play well, you played like you didn't give a shit, and that those are the nights that get me pissed off. Yeah. Um, 
This is a good Denver team. Very. So it's not like I would have only accepted a victory and been very pissed off with anything other than victory. Yeah. Because that is a very good team. We just lost to. Yeah. But we got our asses kicked. And mostly, from what I saw, we got our asses kicked because they were running circles around us and we looked like we had no interest in playing. Mm. That leads to angry Matt. I don't care <laughs> if it's November or February or freaking summer league. Yeah. If you look like you don't give a shit, then as someone who does give a shit, it makes me angry as shit. Okay. Fair enough. Shit. Shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> I felt that one. That was, that was coming. I, I felt the hat throw coming. There it is. Let's get it, Joey. There it is, right there. There's we need a breaking room. glass sound effect, like like Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? But like in the background, like yes. you know, like things are breaking back here. Really I agree hats. with you. Oh, as soon as the hat goes back there, exactly. But that's on you. You got to be on I know, your time. In I know. It's gonna, it's on quick. It. Yeah. It's a lot of be on your time, we'll to, brother. Well, I'm gonna tie it in with the graphic as soon as it comes up. It's tied yes. in with the sound. You know, look, you're, you're scaring Sarah, Matt. Right there, <laughs> you're scared, Sarah. <laughs> like, 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 come on! What's going I, on? I'm not going. I'm harmless. I just, I just sit in this chair and yell, and occasionally. <laughs> kind of is. He's just throw, an angry, angry throw, man. Throw That's my all. headgear. It's That's an angry all. man. He's a, he's not a danger to others. He's but a, I, more I mean, of a danger to himself. I'm not, thank you, Joey. Where's my hat bucket? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't actually need a hat bucket. I mean, I do. You do, but not right this not second. at this moment in time. Yes. Um. Yes. But I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not crazy. I'm not alone, right? Like that, no, that pissed you no. off too, right? No, that was Matt. You, you, you know me by now. The one thing that pisses me off more than anything is lack of effort. That always will always always piss me off. And you're absolutely right in everything you said. It just looked like they were like, eh, and going through the motions. I didn't, I didn't. It was like they weren't running plays. It's like they weren't playing the right defense. So it was just so many wide open shooters against the best three point shooting team. I'm sure Billy had that on the scouting report. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure Billy had written down, hey, these guys are really good at shooting threes. We might want to guard that a little bit. Guys did not do that tonight. And that was the frustrating part. And, I, yeah, everybody's accountable uh, on that. Like you said, there were a few guys, I thought, that put out that effort. Um, so, like you said, Drummond. I thought Io. You know, there was a few guys that – actually, Pat. I thought Pat put out some effort there, too. But um, everybody else, and especially your, your main guys, I didn't like their effort tonight. Um, Zach just had a tough, I mean, goodness. <laughs> he had a tough shooting game, but he took some shots. I was like, no, no, bro, don't do that. No, that, that's not it. That's not the shot to do. Um, yeah, it was a tough night. But, yeah, the lack of effort, Matt, will always, always and forever frustrate me with the Chicago Bulls or any team that I love. You got to put in the effort out there, especially coming off of the loss you Ooh. had and having time off. Because now I don't know what you lean on as far as the reason why you didn't have that effort tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm not going to lie. There's some people wilding out in the comments. We got a lot well, of, of course. people calling for Billy's job. Bulls fans, baby, and we uh, love y'all. People saying blow it up. So I just saw somebody said $250 million down the drain. I assume you're referring to Zach's contract because right. he got played like the all-star Yo, player that he is. 14 games. You know what stupid is? Mm. It's about to get uh, but look, let, let's try to have a, a constructive conversation here. Okay. Um, and this is a jumping off point from Connor, who earlier tonight hey, in the Connor. comments said, other than Dragic, yeah. Vooch is the best half-court facilitator on this team. Mm. It makes no sense why we don't make him the de facto number one option to force those doubles down low and free up some driving lanes. Now, for starters, I do agree that Vooch is a underappreciated element to how the ball moves on this Bulls offense. Yeah. 
and he's pretty solid at passing out of doubles no when question. he is the one who's doubled. No question. Or as that like fulcrum swing guy when he receives that outlet pass yeah. when Damar Zach is doubled yeah. out on the perimeter. We know all these things that Vooch is good at. Tonight, it's weird to look at this Bulls half-court offense and say it's broken when if you're talking about just like quality of sharing the ball, here are the shot attempts tonight. Zach, 15. DeMar, 11. Vooch, 10. Pat, 9. Io, 9. Mm. Like, that's pretty damn even. Mm -hmm. One of your two all-stars took the most shots at 15, and no other starter shot fewer than 9. Now, I do agree also that Dragic seems to be the only true point guard Mm -hmm. on this team right now yeah who can find his guys all over the floor wherever he is and wherever they are and do so in a lot of beautiful creative ways that's not a knock on io who i still think is working his way into figuring out how to play at this point guard position absolutely and also doing so while damar and or zach have the ball in their hands so much yeah still trying to you still trying to kind of find his way yeah kind of things kind of similar with pat uh finding his way i thought he found it some of it tonight uh, the way he played. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's time. I don't know if you're saying this, but you can tell me if you're saying this or not. Hinting at changing some things around uh, as far as lineup changes and things like that that you might want to see going forward. But, again, that was one of the things which I love about Billy Donovan, not beholden to anything <laughs> or any lineup out there. So if it's time to try something new, I think he will. Uh, he doesn't strike me as somebody who is stubborn. The time, the years that he's been here, I that's one thing I've never seen from him is him just saying, nope, this is it. Nope, 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 this is it. Nope, shut up. We're doing this, and that's it. No, he tries things, especially even if it's going well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He will try something else just to try it. So I think you'll see that. Um, the lineup we saw tonight I thought was a new one when you saw Dragic playing with the starters. Mm-hmm. That, was an, that was a change of a lineup right there. Uh, that I hadn't seen before. So, yeah, I think he'll he'll implement some new things going forward because I'm sure he wasn't happy with this effort tonight. I'm sure we'll, uh, we talked to Will, we'll get into that. But I'm sure he wasn't happy with what he saw on that floor tonight with how those guys came out. I mean, came out. That was the problem. That's how they came out. You know what I'm saying? With it. It was just, oh, it was tough, man. It was a tough one for the Bulls. Uh, on the side, Jock saying, why is everyone so good when they leave the Bulls marketing and killing it right now? Mm. Uh, see how that Jazz Sixers game went down tonight, Ooh. Jock? Because beating Embiid smacked Beating. Those hot and unexpectedly good jazz yeah. right across the face and his 59. And the answer always, guys, is, you know, when you're out of a spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you play a little bit better because look at where they're doing it. Now, I will point to that all the time. Larry, Larry's at the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's home, bro. He's home. He's home. You know what I mean? He's at the house chilling. You know what I mean? Mama's cooking up food in the kitchen right now. He's chilling at the house. Uh, Wendell went to Disneyland. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ain't nobody looking at you down there, man. They balling. You know what I mean? Down there. Now, if they're doing this in places like um, New York, L.A., you know what I mean? Is Troy Brown Jr. doing these things in L.A.? Anybody? Oh, God. Anybody? No? Anybody? Raise your hand. I just saw somebody else in the comments saying, would you do a Kobe White for Westbrook trade and have Westbrook come off the bench once? That fixes the shooting Lonzo comes back. (laughs) Dude. That wouldn't work. He's not coming off the bench. Did you see that Westbrook recently became the odds-on favorite to win sixth man of the year just because of this stretch of games that he's had coming off the bench? He's had some impressive stretch For a team with 
Two wins. Two of them things. Two wins. Two of them things. Uh, two wins. Who said bring back Maddie Legend? The, I, the Lakers did play tonight, so <laughs> I don't out. know what they're doing tonight. But uh, Shout out, Fontaine. They're actually beating the Brooklyn Nets by 12 Ooh. early in the third quarter. Oh, yeah. Brooklyn's been playing well, too. Uh, yeah, they have. Uh, but no, that's, uh, that's a hard pass uh-huh. on Russell Westbrook. What about Maddie Legend? Uh, bring him back immediately. Yes. This team needs the three-point shooting. <laughs> you need the threat. You ain't been the same I've, without him. I finally caved, Dave. Yes. It took one more <laughs> dog shit performance from the Bulls behind the three-point line yes. to get me all in. Bring him. I don't know where Maddie Legend is right now. He's in the Alps. Call him. <laughs> put up the Maddie Legend bat signal That's above right. the skyline of Chicago. I'll be on the roof. Get his ass back. I'll be on the roof. He doesn't man. get a private plane back to Chicago. We can send a van for him. Well, he's got his to own. To bring him G5. back to the city. He's got his own G5. He's, he's got his, you think Matt Thomas yep. has his own G5. I sure do. I don't think every collective piece of salary he's gotten as, the, as an NBA player would add up to half of the cost of a G5 Listen, airplane. Matt, you know, when you're the greatest shooter in the world, <laughs> okay. you know, you get certain perks. You know what I mean? You get certain things that aren't talked about. So yeah, Maddie Legend got that for sure. Shout out. Bring him back, man. You need the you need the shooting. I'm just saying, you need it. You know what I mean? You, you can use it. Uh, yes, Mr. 99. Tell him, Power of Mr. 99. Oh! Wow. Yes! Did we, did we really get it? He did doesn't we? just have a G5. Big Dave is, dry, is flying <laughs> the plane. A G5 to a limo. You know what I'm saying? He's got the Gucci bag. Salute! Big Dave is there. I'm ready to go. You know what I'm you, saying? This you is your captain really, speaking. Really crisp uh-huh. and handsome yes. as an as an airline pilot. I, I won't disagree with you. Look at, at all. that. I am amazing. White shirt, black that. tie. Yeah, I do things, man. Captain hat. Kind of fly, man. You should we should fly a plane together sometime. I think we, I think that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we're going, like Matt. Yeah. But like, isn't this what Joe Kim Noah says? Like, <laughs> like, where are we going, Matt? Uh, it's, it's like those those two side characters from Little Nicky, you know, his friends <laughs> yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end credits. And it's like they stuck their plane with good music and a bunch of booze. <laughs> Unfortunately, they forgot to stock it with pilots and died shortly after takeoff. Oh, my God. Yikes. <laughs> Um, oh man! Long way round. <laughs> I, I I honestly don't know what the answer is to this Bulls half court offense problem. Yeah. As far as who's initiating the offense, whether it's Demar, yeah. Zach, Io, trying to run things through Vooch. Right. Right now, what appears to be the case is that they're getting off the slow starts offensively. Yeah. While their opponents are getting off the hot starts, mm-hmm. like they did again tonight. Bulls dug themselves a hole. Tried maybe twice to get back from it and feel. But what? I mean, if you are Billy Donovan, and this question goes out to all of you watching out there in Bulls Nation in our comments who are saying, fire Billy, fire Billy, fire Billy. If you're Billy, what do you do differently as far as running your half-court sets offensively compared to what you did tonight? That's very true. That's the question that I want to know the answer to. Yeah, because you're not running running the offense based on three-point shooting. You know what I'm saying? So we can remove that. So it has to be. The man is working with certain limitations on what this correct. roster is capable of Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. So all you're basically doing is is mid range and inside is what you're looking at, and shot creation at the same time. So you're looking at. Let's look at you guys who, who are the mid range. Who is that? You got Demar for sure. Uh, you got Zach. Zach is cool. He's more of a three point shooter, but he can shoot a nice, beautiful mid range when he when he wants. Um, Vooch, kinda. You know what I mean? Pat will working on it. You know what I mean? Those are the guys who are like. I'm like, hey, those are your memory. I'm talking about the starters. 
Um, inside, obviously, it starts with Vooch. Like, Vooch is your inside, you know, presence, your inside threat, who you want to be down there. Uh, and I think that's kind of where you want to start, personally. That's just me. You just want to start from the inside out. You know what I mean? You want to start there because Vooch, it's always good to get the big guy going, especially the one who, when he gets the ball, it moves. It always moves. He, he can find the open shooters and things like that. So I want the ball in his hands on the post. Get him a mismatch. You know what I mean? You run that pick and roll with that as well. Iowa's great in, inside running those pick and rolls, especially with those pocket passes he does. Right. He can do that as well. That's really good. So those things, I, I like them running from the inside. The other side of it is having DeMar with the basketball. Teams are now planning for this. Yeah. That's why you're starting to see that struggle come from DeMar uh, DeRozan, and they immediately are getting the ball out of his hands. And it's a lot of jump passes for DeMar. Um, and stuff doesn't lead to good things, you know what I'm saying, when that happens. Zach Levine dribbling. You know, I sit there and count those dribbles, man. You know, <laughs> I'm watching them, and I'm like, Oof. no, put it, pass it, pass it, pass it, turnover. Mm-hmm. Pass it, pass it, pass it, dribble off the foot. <laughs> pass it, pass it, pass it, air ball. So, yeah, those things. But I think, bottom line for me, it, it starts from the inside. It, it has to go through Vooch and work its way around to everyone else. But I think it has to start with him. Uh, different ideas in the comments. Um, Ryan saying, look at the down screens. The Nuggets ran frequently tonight. The Bulls should do that. Jermaine saying, run the offense through Vooch. Got a few people agreeing with him on that. AK saying, with Lonzo, Zach, and Vooch, our starting three uh, point shooting could be okay with Dragic, Kobe, and Io. Our bench three-point shooting would be okay, theoretically. You know, that's the problem, is that theoretically this team has just enough three-point shooting when guys who aren't known to be lethal three-point threats are yeah. knocking them down. And, and They have a roster full of guys outside of Zach and Kobe, and now this season hopefully maybe also Dragic, mm-hmm. and on some random nights Vooch, mm-hmm. that's it. Nobody else can you really rely on on a nightly basis to hit a three. And that's the other side of the coin with uh, running the ball through Vooch inside. Is yeah. Because what it's supposed to do is open up shooters mm-hmm. around you. Once you get a ball and he gets going inside, they're going to send a double team. Who he can then spray really beautiful yes. on-point passes to. Absolutely. But if those passes are going to Caruso, Javante, Derek Jones Jr., should I keep going? Because I don't want to. <laughs> and that's your problem with that right there. Is now, then it just becomes a double team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like, now we got all kinds of problems right here. Uh, but that's the issue. That's the other side of that issue right there. Because you can't do that and pass it into the mid into the mid range. Like, that's yeah. poor spacing. You know what I mean? That's throwing everything off. So, it, you got to get shooters, man, Joe Harris. You got you to get some shooters out here, guys with the threat of that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but... It has to start inside, though. I do believe that. It does have to start inside. We're going to have a quick check-in with our guy, Will the Goat, while we bring him in. Big Dave, one more word from one more sponsor while he's doing that. All y'all out there in Bulls Nation, hit that thumbs up button. Hit it! Please and thank you. Joey, what time is it? Game time. Who? It's the hottest new ticket in sight that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets of sports, concerts, and shows. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ever dreamed of sitting in that seat you thought you never could? That 50-yard line courtside behind home plate, floor seats at the concert. It's all possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops that can be found on seats you thought you, your pretty wonderful self, could never buy. You won't find better deals this season on Bulls tickets, y'all. You just won't do it. And just like here at CHGO, 
It is created by the fans and for the fans. And it guarantees you out there the lowest price possible. So if you love CHGO, and we know that you do, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying those tickets through the link in the description. You'll see it at the bottom. And before you get to that bottom, click that like button for me one time, baby. Just hit that thumbs up. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and scored the best seats to all your favorite events. Because Angry Matt Peck, what time is it? Game Time, damn who? There he is. <laughs> He's ready to play. <laughs> we, are we ready to bring in the goat? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I thought we had two ads there. Nope. Just the one. Mm-hmm. Just the one. Just one. Hey. Speaking of one. Mm. This man is one of one. That's that right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to Bulls post game. What's wrong with that goat? Our, that goat sounds a little sickly. The same, it's yeah. the same goat as always. Same, same goat as always. Will the goat godly. Follow him on Twitter at Will underscore godly to get all of his Bulls reporting. Make sure you're reading everything he writes at allchgo.com. William, that game sucked. <laughs> that Bulls effort sucked. Did it suck as much from your eyes and your vantage point <laughs> as from ours? I would say so. I mean, you know, I was thinking back about how this game compares to some of the other games the Bulls have played this year, and it stands out next to the Cavs game on October 22nd of just, like, completely yeah, come not competitive. And you, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I'm, here. I'm talking to Joey. Go ahead, please. Oh, okay. You're throwing me off, man. I'm not in my seat. I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> I couldn't hear um, your dulcet tones, man. I was telling him to turn the sound. I couldn't hear you. That's all. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was like the probably the second really terrible game from the Bulls all year, which, you know, when you when you look at it that way, not the worst thing in the world. These games are going to happen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just completely not competitive against a team that you really want to prove that you can compete with, right? I mean, two-time MVP, they're a team that I think a lot of people, myself included, feel like could be – you know, a team that comes out of the West that's, you know, headed to the finals. They're really, really good. And to get just beaten down like that, uh, a lot of people were talking about energy after the game, and they hadn't played since Wednesday. It's, like, pretty weird that they they came out as flat as they did. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it it wasn't just that to me. It was, like, the way that the Nuggets were just picking them apart. Jokic had four field goal attempts, you guys. He had eight points. And 14 assists in 28 minutes, and he just absolutely sliced the Bulls up. And he wasn't even, like, trying to post up and score. He was just standing on the perimeter, finding back cutters. The Bulls just had no chance to guard anybody else. And, like, you can't double-team him if he's not putting pressure on the rim to score. So, uh, really just a strange performance. I think they, they came out and just, like, had no idea what to do to try to stop these guys. And that was just kind of it. Yeah, well, I think that's the weird part uh, that we were discussing here is even after that last loss, it was the fact that they finally got some time off. So we thought that, you know, getting a little home cooking, you would come out with a little more energy tonight. And it just they just did not have that from the first quarter on. Uh, did Billy talk about that in, in the press game? I mean, press conference, excuse me. He did, yeah. Um, Zach talked about it as well. But Billy, I just posted a video on Twitter, so you can go check that out. But basically, I mean, his message was very similar to the ones that we heard last year, which is like this team, sometimes they get hit in the face and they cannot 
get through adversity, right? Like we, we saw this all the way down the stretch of like, they get off to these slow starts. Can you respond? Can you uh, get over the fact that Pat Connaughton hit a three in the corner and got fouled? Or is that game over after four minutes into the first quarter? Um, I think that same kind of issue happened tonight, but at the same time, they really just didn't even have a chance to, to beat this team. I think even if they did stay competitive because of how good Jokic is and, and the way that he, I mean, the Nuggets were just making some incredibly difficult threes and that just never stopped. So that's going to be difficult, but you have to find a way to, to beat, you know, to get through that adversity and the Bulls just could not do that last night. And so it kind of reminded me of one of those late season losses last night. Zach, after the game was just like, that was unacceptable. One through 15 coaches, myself, starters, like everybody's got to be better. And they, they all get it. They know that. But at a certain point, like there's only so much you can say, you have to go out and prove it. And so, uh, they have a break now until Wednesday when they play the Pelicans uh, in New Orleans. So hopefully they come out with a little bit more energy and enthusiasm. And just attention to detail, I think, is, is another big thing there um, when they play them on Wednesday. Will, before you hopped on, we spent uh, some time on postgame tonight talking about some of the struggles that we've seen from this Bulls offense in the half court in recent games and recent losses um, and, and wondering if Billy should do anything differently as far as who's bringing the ball up primarily, if they should run more sets through Vooch, you know, when does Io run things and initiate versus Zach or DeMar. Um, and, and, you know, people have a lot of ideas all over the board. The one thing that I think everyone in Bulls Nation agrees upon right now is that this team does not have enough shooting, and that hinders any kind of half-court offense you're trying to run when the end result is kicking open or finding guys coming around screens or coming off pin downs to shoot open threes. The Bulls lost a three-point contest tonight by 21 points, and they lost the game by 23 points. In a lot of ways, it's as simple as that, but what, if anything, differently did you see as far as what this Bulls offense could do? You mentioned that you know, the Nuggets picked them apart on the other end, but is, is it as simple as, look, the Bulls lost a three-point contest by 21 points tonight? Yeah, it's a tough question because I think the Bulls are trying to play to this faster-paced transition identity that they've sort of developed here over the first handful of games. And I think that it's difficult during the regular season to make some of these adjustments on the fly when you're facing a different team every night. But to me, this is the kind of game where they needed to just attack Jokic in pick and roll. They needed to give DeMar the ball and bring Vooch up to set a screen and attack Jokic and make him defend. They didn't do that at all. Um, I think the, the Nuggets have done a really good job bringing help and trapping to try to take some of that pressure off of Jokic. But like in the playoffs, the reason the Warriors beat them as easily as they did is because they got Steph on, they got Jokic on Steph on an island and he just has no chance. And I think the Bulls, you know, you have guys as lethal offensively as one-on-one scorers as DeMar and Zach. Like you, you have no excuse to not do that. Um, so I thought, I thought that was really weird. But again, that's just against this one team. I think in general, they're trying to stay away from that. And so it's hard to like really criticize them if you're trying to play to a certain style throughout the course of the season. Um, but you're absolutely right. I mean, the shooting is a huge problem. We've talked about it since last year. We talked about it over the summer. We've talked about it pretty much every day because it is a real problem when you're swinging the ball around the perimeter. You're trying to do all the right things. You're trying to make the right reads. You're trying to move the ball. And you get the ball to the corner shooter, and he – tries to drive it into the paint or he steps out of bounds trying to drive it and you've just killed the play like you killed the advantage and so it's really difficult to 
to utilize the passing that you are, you know, that you're doing so well when you can't like put the final touches on that play. You can't actually put the ball in the basket. And so I absolutely think the the corner shooting is a thing. I think that's why you saw some hesitation from Patrick and Io and Javante and Derek Jones tonight. Like those guys are all rhythm shooters. And when they start hitting them, they'll shoot them. And if they miss a few, then they're going to pass them up. And it's really difficult to win when you have guys that are just unwilling to shoot, especially when the other team, you know, Michael Porter Jr. had like seven threes tonight. Um, six and nine. Six, yeah. six for nine. So it's just, it's hard to compete when you're, when you're sacrificing 21 points on, on threes alone. Yeah. One of those things I, I talked about, Will, uh, was Kobe White missing. And I keep saying it's not so much that, you know, Kobe White being a great shooter or a bad shooter, however you want to argue it, but he's a threat. And the Bulls don't have a threat that teams have to account for now. And that's why I think missing him and not having him there is, is so important. Um, the other reason uh, – well, I'm, I'm saying all that to ask this question. Was there any news on – more news on Kobe White uh, coming back, or is it still kind of in the same place of he's still really dealing with this deep thigh contusion? Yeah, it seems like that is, is still a problem. Um, the quote from earlier today prior to the game was, the biggest issue is the swelling subsiding in his leg. He's been able to do some light running, but he doesn't have full range of motion in that leg. The medical guys feel good about the progress he's making. It's been like two weeks. I mean, yeah. if this is if this is like a thigh contusion, it's, it's a pretty long time. Um, I'm not really sure if there's anything more to it or if this is just the normal recovery process, but you're absolutely right. I mean, but, and this is why we talked about it, you know, right before the season started of like Kobe has a chance to make an impact here because he's, the one non-Zach shooter on this entire team with Lonzo out for as long as he, you know, will be. So uh, they definitely miss him. You see, like I said, guys passing up open threes in the corner. Um, you see the Bulls not being able to play as fast as they want to. Dragic is being mixed in with uh, the starting group a little bit today. They're just, they need more, uh, they, they need to be able to put more pressure on the rim and then take advantage in those situations. And I think we saw a little bit of the first, but not enough of the second. Uh, thoughts on Pat tonight, Will? Um, you know, I, I know we've been giving kind of a close eye to Pat on most nights recently once he started to show a bit more of a pulse. Dave and I agree that he looked more engaged tonight. He looked more competent uh, offensively. There were a couple plays, one in particular down low, where he shoved his body, threw his weight around a little bit more against Aaron Gordon uh, and, and Michael Porter Jr. once as well. That was nice to see. Uh I think he tacked on a few more points in garbage time, but yeah. uh, what do you think about Pat tonight? Yeah, I was going to say, is 15 his season high? He, he scored 16 against the Hornets the other week. Um, so, no. But, yeah, I, I thought he was okay. Um, he had a really difficult night guarding Michael Porter Jr. And the times where he would get switched on to Jamal Murray where, you know, Pat is a, is a fine defender. I think he's a little overrated. But he's really, really bad when he's got to chase smaller guards around. That's just not something that he's good at skill-wise. And so he's much better having to defend bigger wings. And when those guys are just rising up and shooting right over him and shooting six for nine, it's like, well, what do you do? Um, I thought he played all right. He was a little quiet, but everybody was quiet tonight. So it was hard to really blame him for that. And then, yeah, like you said, he stepped in towards the end of the game and, and tacked on a few points. But um, I guess all that to say, he didn't really stand out to me one way or the other. He just kind of existed. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. 
how, how, do, how do you bounce back from this? Uh, you know, you got now another little mini vacation. If you're the Bulls, they're off tomorrow. They're off Tuesday. They play again Wednesday. Rematch against the Pels, who they lost to last week, this time on their home floor. Um, if, if you're Billy, what's the message? I know you mentioned that he and Zach talked about the, the lack of effort tonight. Um, you know, where do they go from here? Yeah, I mean, I think the Nuggets are a particularly bad matchup if you're not going to attack Jokic the way that I mentioned before. Um, they've got the Pelicans again on Wednesday, who they played much better. Um, so maybe there's just like a better chance there with the matchup. But um, yeah, I mean, this just seems like one of those bad games that you kind of need to wash out of the taste out of your mouth, and they don't have a chance to do that now for a couple of days. So. Maybe they'll just stew in this and then come out strong on Wednesday. But at the end of the day, like for me, effort was not like this is a problem. And I think that, you know, maybe you can apply that to the to the rough first quarters. But I think there's more to it there where that first unit is just not gelling the right way. And I mean, they've struggled all year long. They've struggled in the first first quarter. They've struggled to close games. Something's up with them. And I think that's really the bigger issue than, you know, what's going on with the energy why why aren't we starting the game you know playing harder i just i think there's more strategy missing there will we appreciate you popping into post game as always when you're working those games from the uc everybody make sure you're following will on twitter will underscore Gottlieb for all of his bulls analysis and reporting make sure you're reading everything he's writing for us all chgo Dot com, including his thoughts on tonight's loss mm -hmm. to the denver nuggets will we will see you in studio tomorrow yes Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Have a good night, buddy. Get home safe from the madhouse. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Will the go, Gottlieb, ladies and gentlemen. You know why he said he was looking forward to our show tomorrow? Why is that, Matt? Well, we. Uh, I'm going to be here. You're going to be here. Uh-huh. Joey, you're going to be here. Uh-huh. Will's going to be here. Uh-huh. You know who else is going to be here? Who that, Matt? Io. Hey! <laughs> The sumo, the uh, the guy who wears uh, bulls jersey, that guy with the number twelve on it, that one, uh, starts at point guard. The tall dude, the one we were just watching play, the good player with the nice hair, that guy, that guy. Wow, yeah, all right, nice guy, nice hair, nice, nice player. That's all facts. Io in studio with us tomorrow, two thirty Central Time. Be there, be there. <laughs> you can't be there. Set a reminder to come check it out on YouTube after the fact in our archived episodes or right. in your podcast feeds. Be there that way. But most of you cool people should be there live. Yes. Maybe we'll uh, let some of y'all uh, ask some questions uh, we'll see. for IO. Maybe we'll talk a little hoops. Little. Probably plenty of talking about just what's up, IO. Yeah. How's things? Speaking of that, how's life? Joey, before we get out of here, can I get another Justin Fields highlight before we get out we of here, man? I just, just, be, just, to, be, you know, we talked about washing nice. the taste out of my mouth. Would be and nice. Stuff. That would be a good palate yeah, cleanser. Good, good palate cleanser. Let's, After we let's just watch spend an hour talking about how much the balls mm. suck. Mm. Oh, 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 <laughs> I love that, man. Yay. You know, I mean, the Bulls always have that number one spot in my heart. Mm -hmm. But right now, this that man. Guy, the one with number one on his jersey. This man. That man.
who throws footballs mm -hmm. for the Chicago Bears. And runs them, too. He's number one in my heart right now. Pretty damn special, man. And he will be until Iowa walks through our door. <laughs> yes. And then... <laughs> That's right, Stewie. It's my house. Even though they couldn't get the W. Unfortunately, Soldier Field was Draft by picks. one point the Draft Lions' picks. house tonight. Went from 16 to 6 tonight, guys. I like it. I'm for it. <laughs> Come on. Huge draft W today. <laughs> Seriously. All right, y'all. We are out. Uh, hit that thumbs up button if you haven't already before you head out. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. Have a great start to your week tomorrow. Do that. We will be here 2.30 Central Time. Desumu. With our guy, Ayo. In studio. Yup. With us. Yup. We're here. Yup. Be there. Yup. Love y'all. For Joey, for Will, for Big Dave, I'm Peck. Appreciate y'all, Bulls Nation. Love ya. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you, Red. Be good. Peace.